It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I think it sort of picked itself. I'm the only up. person that's ever been on both panels at the same time. Well, clocks. Oh, someone's coming upstairs. Five people are watching. Waiting. Yeah. Oh, the clock's finished. Right, hang on. I've got to go live mm. now. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting edition. Oh, 4020 Live. We're back. Phil's back from France. They've let you out. They held you hostage. <laughs> was it air traffic control this time? Nobody, I know, was it? Some people burning sheep. Nobody yeah. paid the ransom. It's not a bad place to be stuck, is it? Well, well, unless you're in a hotel that's on an industrial estate, and did you get outside? What was that air? Could you get outside in the sunshine? We could see the Pyrenees. Could you get outside in the sunshine? Yes. Well, there we go. But we couldn't get in the swimming pool. That's not a problem because we didn't have any kit. Well, as long as and you, you get could some see, sun. You could imagine the story, couldn't you? A group of Brits found naked in. Swimming I'd rather pool. not think about no. that story no. for my. No. Remind so, me again that you ask you for a favour. Uh, <laughs> that sounds ominous after what we just talked I know, about. It, it wasn't what we were talking about, it's just I needed to remind myself. <laughs> uh, Danica Prim is back in the studio. Hi How there. are you, Danica? You can walk and talk at the same time. Which, uh, we, In fairness, you've done that before on Channel 4 because I wrote about it last year in the magazine. And now I've got to watch Friday Night back to see what you did on Friday. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> I've got no. Uh, seriously, my column this month, there's nothing in but it. But you so were I there. I was there. Didn't I you see her doing it? Yeah, I took a picture of her like, stalking her. In, in the box but um, do you know what do you know what worse. came on Friday night cold summer rugby is over yeah, yeah. And, and it's it, probably yeah. the only gantry in the whole of Super League that hasn't got a cover gantry is very um, yeah I mean it's an asbestos ridden shed, shed isn't it <laughs> I wouldn't go that far I think I would I don't um, have the new owners so I don't want to get banned already from, um, from Bellevue yeah and I, I thought it was going to be a bit nippy but I didn't I didn't anticipate how cold um, Didn't the rugby yeah. keep you warm and excited? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So now what are you going to do next? You're going to be on Soccer Saturday next? And do, do yeah. Next you, can, you can do anything. Do you know how many people have said that? I don't know. I don't know anything <laughs> about... Any, if anybody's up there that wants to, then of course, yes, I will be. Yes, I'm just. I'm quite happy just spreading myself around all the media uh, well, places. I mean, I've, heard, I've heard people say that on, on social media before. 
do you know what somebody's got to do it somebody's got to do it I, I, I don't know if you've seen the video I made of Wembley this year you probably haven't watched it because you're a very busy person but there's a, there's a bit where we're up in the press box and I, and I zoom in on you and uh, wearing Kelsey green. And, and Tanya oh, was yes. it green turquoise and, and I said oh it's Tanya mm. she's taking a selfie which you weren't taking a selfie someone else was taking a photo of you and I cut out the bit of me saying we made her because I thought people would take it the wrong way <laughs> I know you wouldn't mind, but I thought... A couple of people say that, you know. So you've got, oh, somebody's got to own it sometime soon, haven't they? <laughs> we take no responsibility for, responsibility for it. No, you can take responsibility. We can just spot talent. Yeah. It's where I start, well. I'm back to my roots here. Um, so we were talking before we came on about whether you do Strictly or I'm a Celebrity, but what about like MasterChef, Celebrity Mastermind? Right, I'd love to do MasterChef, but I wouldn't... I think I'm a good chef. I think I'm a good cook. Right. I don't, it, yeah. what's, your, what's your speciality? Oh, it's signature dish. Yeah, it totally depends. Right. It totally depends. Um, I make a, I make probably one of the best fish tacos. Right. You'll have a taste. Right. Um, I like I'd to like make. To taste it. Well, absolutely not a problem. You tell me. I kind of like to use a bit of sea bass normally. Uh, I like to make my own chipotle slaw with it. So you. So this is already master chef oh, ready. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, do you You're know using what? the word twill in a minute. The one thing, the one, the one bonus about having a little bit more exposure is, I get asked to go to places in Leeds for free food all the time. <laughs> do you take Honest. sofa? Right, so I've tried every single time. It's been on a Thursday. And obviously Sophie trains on a Tuesday and Thursday, but I honestly I've asked her every single time. And then there was one we went to Six by Nico, which is a six course tasting menu, us divine, and it was just too posh for Sophie. <laughs> So uh, she has been up there with her food blog. I do owe a free. Uh, I do owe a, a night a meal out for getting that golden point try. Um, but let's hope I can use one of my uh, <laughs> uh, PR got... PR trip. Thank you. Yes, That's what yes. I like to call it. It is hilarious to see everyone who's gone off to massive success and freebies and. and... I mean, I get a free magazine off Phil every month. So That's That's only because you write. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> It's, it's nice to see you going on to uh, mega success and free food and everything else. I'm trying, master, mastermind, then, what would you be your specialist mastermind subject? Ooh, Last time you were on the Obviously, program. rugby league. <laughs> Not. Right. Harry Potter. Yeah. You've been to the studio? Three times. Yeah. I'm doing Three a Harry twice. Potter quiz tomorrow night at my local pub. Mm. <laughs> um, I can't think of all the other TV programs you could be on, but there's so many celebrity versions of like. The chase and pointless and stuff. Yeah, I love a quiz. Yeah, I absolutely love a quiz. Like I love a game and I love a quiz. I mean, I've got a great dissertation you could read about the history and uh, semiotics behind game shows if you really wanted to. Oh, like, you know, if I if I break an ankle and I'm stuck inside <laughs> for a few days, absolutely. <laughs> no, it's no disrespect to your your. I can barely I've got, read. Got a beautifully. I've got a couple of them, but I don't read. Yeah, yeah, you've I got proper degrees. I'm going. I don't read anymore. Um. I want to start with the we should start with the dream team because it, it's out and uh, I love it because people get upset about it and I'm like <laughs> I don't particularly care so, I mean, obviously now I don't care about Super League it's all about the championship for me Super great, it's rubbish subscribe to buy a player as we speak his tie he's dummy out there his toys out the pram water ball um, but everyone gets upset about it how, how did you how did the dream do you have to pick your 13 because we don't know how it works so Throughout the season, we nominate for the Man of Steel, so every person gets a game, and obviously it's all, that's all points. Yeah. So everybody gets points throughout the season. Then obviously it's an accumulation of who's got the points 
and then for your dream team you get sent a form and then you get sent the people that are in those positions so maybe like the top four or five in each position okay. um, and then it's purely down to my my I choice yeah. my opinion but I had 10 of the 13 Woo-hoo. I think a lot of them did pick themselves this year which is no disrespect to anybody who was on the judging panel <laughs> but there wasn't a huge amount of dispute there were odd ones but 10 of the 13 probably is about right oh, yeah I had um Field as my fullback. Wells has been sensational. I have Field as my fullback. Um, I'm saying it's not giving you a free hat or something. <laughs> you pick all Lee players because you've got a hat. I really do like Lee, but it's not the reason I picked you, them you all. Want to those field is, Field's wigging anyway. Why not? So I said, did, did you upset Saints? Uh, I've not upset Saints. Saints have not upset me. I just prefer Field as a fullback. I think he's better. That's my personal opinion. And so if you want to come at me about. in the comments, go but for it. But that's what it's all about, <laughs> isn't it? No, because our, list, our viewers and listeners, they're, they're a discerning all They don't care about the dream team either. This thing is just it's a bit of fluff, isn't it? I mean, it's nice. Well, I felt it's really kid, nice. nice. I felt really nice to be on the panel. Well, no, I'm not saying... <laughs> I'm, not saying <laughs> I'm getting to go to the awards ceremony on the 10th of October, so... We, we don't know if we're allowed. Um, we don't know if you're allowed? Yeah. I mean, I got invited to the women's awards last year because I think they felt pity on me. But um, that was. It's all as one now, isn't it? It's all as one this year. Yeah. Uh, apart from the wheelchair, which is, is separate. We could probably get you an invite tonight if you want. Oh, yeah. I love that game. Yeah. Are you going on Saturday? Um, I'm busy on Saturday. Uh, it's, it's playoffs. Ten, ten off yeah, but this yeah, is in the evening. 6.45 kickoff. 6.45, Leeds, Halifax. Free, the free, H. free meal. To be fair, do you know what? Yeah, I could do. There you go, you see. Be a great game. It will be. Well, Leeds need to step up after yesterday, don't they? Yes. Well, they do. But I think they knew they didn't need to lose yesterday and wanted to keep a little bit of their power. Four league leader shields in a row. Mm. Where was the league leader shield, though? That's the the big question. Phil Roberts, Wigan, legend, saying, you know, a bit disrespectful. Hmm. Wigan, Wigan men got theirs on... Do you feel Friday like they've still had the momentum from the World Cup, or do you think it's kind of the I whole? Think, sport. I think the fact that they've now announced that the international against France is at the first direct mm. arena. How great! It's is that gone back be? up again. I, I, I think once you get to see the the grand final, I thought the mm. Challenge Cup final was great. Yeah, the grand final will be good no Got matter who is in it. The international will be fantastic. So, I, no, I think it's still got all its momentum. And the French apparently want England to go out and play over there in a second I, I don't think people realise how lucky we are as a sport that our broadcast partners get behind pretty much every facet of the sport. And, and mm. you look at Channel 4's documentaries as well about PDRL, which you can mm. add into that as well. But And the wheelchair one coming up. I mean, the RFU... I mean, what a bunch of idiots they are. They scheduled England's women to play an international in the middle of the Men's World Cup and then wondered why no broadcaster picked it up. Well, I think they're a bit busy at the minute. I don't know if you've seen this other, some other rugby going on. I don't know what it is. It's, it's great. It's great. Kick around. That is a tough one for that, that side of the spot. But, yeah, we are very lucky. But, you know, the, the women's in the rugby union gets very well supported as well. But it's just, I do think... There's been a moment this year where I'm like, don't don't lose sight of what oh, the, yeah. the wheelchair World Cup brought mm. us. Because I think there's been a couple of times I'm like, just do a little bit better. But Well, I think this is where, and, and 
we've said it before. You know, it's great that the sportsmen have been putting games on here and there, but why, why we got a game on every round? Or when we've had the man, you know, it's and it's been difficult because it's. But it's like the women's game. There are direct parallels that there there aren't enough teams of equal standing so that you mm. could have a game every week and guarantee that it would be watchable. But then when there are games on that are watchable, they're not covered. So it's kind of like, and I love what Sky are doing and they're doing the double headers and everything. Because I get, Sky has to do, it, it, well it's more profitable like for Sky to do it as a double header because mm. the cost, it, just mm. the simple cost to set up yeah. the cameras is ridiculous. And I think that's what people don't, I never realised that until I worked in obviously TV, like the actual cost of just setting up something for the day. Just turn up, just turn Rigging up with your phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the amount of time that goes into that and then just the cost per day. So to do a double header is great but it's hard, isn't it? Because they don't pick them in the men's for the season. They see where things are going and see what diets, da 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 da. But equally, if you did that with the women, the so women would be adaptable to change. But there are some. <coughs> so the Leeds, the the Saints Leeds one the other the other week. Yeah. When nowhere, Leeds it? came, when Leeds came back, didn't have Amy Harcastle or Caitlin Beavers playing. Beat Saint Helens again at Totally Wicked. You did mention that, I think. Yeah. yeah. Never been beaten there. Never been beaten there. Maybe Leeds should just move there. I mean, Headingley's great and everything, but just play all your games there. No. Like all their games. No, I quite like the fact that we... Again, that's another thing that'll get broken soon, but for now, keep beating Saints there, so it works. Um, I, I've got a vote, right? I know you, you're obviously on the Steve Prescott Man of Steel Award and the Woman of Steel, which I haven't named after anyone yet, because I don't know why we haven't. Mm. This is one of the other bugbears we've got on this programme, as you know. <laughs> uh, but... Because I'm a member of the Rugby League Writers and Broadcasters Association, because I've paid, I get to vote. <laughs> the whole tenor. Yeah, I get to vote <laughs> on who the player of the year is. And I don't really know who to go for, because I watch a lot of games on telly. I haven't watched a lot of games in person this year for many and various reasons. But how do you choose the player of the year? Do you choose who is the best player and how do you work out who is the best? Obviously, you've got a complicated scoring system in the Steve Prescott Man of Steel thing, and for the women, you just you know, pick some players at random, I guess. But <laughs> just well, no, no, I, 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 I didn't mean at random. Look at I, that! I didn't mean that. But how, how, you know, who do I pick? Who, who do I vote for? I asked the audience, and uh, Andy tweeted and said Caitlin Beavers. But if I vote for Caitlin Beavers, I'm going to be the only person to vote for her because everyone else is going to vote for a man. Which, granted, I think there's about five people who are going to vote on this award, so she might get twenty percent of the vote. But but I think sometimes just having that vote and you know and if people see that, that a woman has been voted for then it changes perception isn't it if people say that the player of the year they automatically will go to the men the men's game then all it takes is something to change that do you mean I could I could be an agent for change yeah is that what they call them now I have no idea I was on too by saying Caitlin Beaver she's got that try at Wembley so she got my vote it's either her or Tom Johnson so anyway no, I picked Caitlin over Tom. Yeah, but he, he used to play for Wakefield. Yeah, he played for Yeah, but he didn't even you off. He went into living. You know, some Wakefield fans are really upset about that. And fulfilled his potential. Yeah. yeah, and then went to live in hotter climbs. I don't blame him. <laughs> Wakefield, Perpignan. I mean, I've never been to Perpignan. You've been to, and you've lived there Long, for two longer days. Longer than I'd quite like yeah. to have been there, yes. But, yeah. <sighs> so, well, maybe I'll vote for Caitlin then. Even though she's not on the Wonder Steel um, shortlist. No. No, that's a, a yeah. It gets put up for debate. Does that shortlist? So, it took a while to get to where we got to. I'd have voted for Sean Holland. Sean is but, up there. But I, 
but my opinion is worthless <laughs> so it doesn't matter not to some not to some that's very kind of you to say that the semi-finals on Saturday we may as well start with them um, York and Wigan mm-hmm. and as soon as I tweeted Wigan seemed to have something over York York eased in front but they do seem to have something about that I don't know do York underestimate them are, are Wigan better than better? Wigan have been are. so much better this season like Wigan have put it to, to Leeds a couple of times you know semi-final of the Challenge Cup and then just mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago it was a really tight game um, Wigan have been progressing and developing they were hit by some injuries they're not quite there yet but they are building a really good squad and I think on Saturday they played well like they played well and they went out and we'd heard from their camp that they were going out they didn't care whether they couldn't field 13 for the final if they were made it but they wanted to go out and give it their all which I think in parts they really did mm. <clears throat> and I was expecting from the 60 minute mark to, it to be a complete runaway and it still wasn't and for, for Wigan to put in an 80 minute performance but con- con- maintain it no it might not have been perfect it might not have been you know grand final standard but for them to put up a, a consistent 80 minute performance and I think they I never to mix it up as well I quite like their tactics yeah and you know what they were throwing the ball around more yeah. like they put Rachel Thompson at 13 which gave them three hand, three sets of hands across the field their receiving off a fast ball was just a little bit slow so it's practically they were practically receiving stood still so yes. just just changing that would, would speed it up but People were saying, oh, you didn't, you didn't fancy York. Like, York didn't play that great, and I think they'll be the first people to say that. I was with Kelsey as well, who was like, not the best performance. But Wigan, Wigan put it to him. So, yes, I did I think York would get through, 100%. I thought it would be a bigger score than that, but I thought it was a good, you know... I think it was great for Wigan, you know, so well done to them. Maybe lots of exciting young players coming through, and a couple. I'm gonna say old head sounds. Anna Davis, yeah, fantastic. Every time she touched the ball, she caused indecision in the. Now is she the one that was from Sales Sharks or Sarries? She's the one that's just been brought into the England performance, and I think is a rugby union a rugby union player. But I thought, you know, if they'd have got her away a little bit more often, yeah. She caused trouble, and Holly Speakman was putting in some right shots. She was. Grace Banks, great. Well, here's here's Tony on Grace Banks. I think Tony, Tony, I met you on Friday dinner. I think <laughs> uh, I met someone called Tony. Obviously, yeah. you made a lasting I impression. Think. Wait, it was someone called Tony in the bar after the game. We were waxy and lyrical about everything that isn't the men at Wakefield Trinity. Uh, great interception, and she has asthma. Great game. I've got asthma. I can't intercept. I've also got a child's inhaler because I can't use an adult's one. She's exciting to watch. <laughs> uh, Grace Banks was brilliant and a shame she went off with that HIA towards the end. Um, really young, fantastic coming. Do you know what the thing is about the four teams that are in the semi-finals? The four, I've got f- four strong academies coming yeah. through. So we talk about the game and people saying they need to reserve these under-19s. Listen, there's not enough women in the game as it is. So to have four teams with strong academies and that's where a lot of Wigan's Talent is coming through, mm. so fingers crossed she develops more and she gets picked up. Apologies, Tony, it was a different Tony. Uh, he was at Lee. Um, he would love to meet me, though. Well, that's, that's a bit worrying. Oh, that's lovely. That's nice. And uh, he wasn't uh, Squidward's elbow, he was also not called Tony. But um, Wigan, York, Leeds, and Saints. And the, the exciting thing about all this young talent is, and, and I know this is. I'm jumping around, but the NRLW, which is 
the biggest women's rugby league co- mm. rugby competition in the world. Forget the World League; it's the biggest rugby competition in the world for women. And we've got a, a, a Leeds matchup in the in the grand final because Georgia Roach leads Georgia Hale leads in the grand final. She was at Leeds. She was at Leeds for five, four, five, four, four games. games. Hey, I count yeah. Brad Singleton as a former Wakefield player. He's only there once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Georgia Hale's stint in Leeds was purposefully short. Player of the match in the semi-final. Yeah, she's gone great. I think she's gone great since she's been back out there. And I think Georgia Oaks ha- has been phenomenal. Like, it's one of those things that we knew she was a great player, but to go out there and step up and, and play. to be given a five-year contract, that is big responsibility in a with competition a significant, where they don't normally give five-year contracts. Oh, with a significant figure. You know, and to be playing with the likes of Tamika Upton outside, you know, what a combination. And if... To me, Crupton doesn't get the Dally M, then I'll be surprised, in could my you, opinion. Could we get you on Australian telly? Could you, you Do you know what, you? right? Where we do all these internationals, the if... So Danica Mason is is one of the pitchhead reporters and presenters she out is. there. Danica Squared sounds great. It does. Um, but I think when, you know, we do those internationals and we do the Bring the Ashes and the women get to part of that, so they need some kind of... Who is more of a TV hoe than me? Nobody. So you're making a pitch for 2025 already? Yeah. 26. 26? No, 25. The Ashes Ashes. tour. Yeah, 25. Well, you might as well go for the World Cup as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I might just go out there, aren't I? I think I know the game pretty well. I know the the English girls pretty well. I know the Canadians. You know. When 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 do they play? Half past nine tonight. Half past nine. I'll be back home in time for that then. Um, Shani Corral? Yeah. Was that a strange decision that she would choose Canada over St Helens? And she ring up and go, right, I'm back for the grand final. They went, no rush. I we're not in it. Think that there is a larger issue that I don't think she'll play for England again. Well, no, that's why she wants. to Which play is it. not her choice, from what I can understand. She was in 2017. She was going to go play for Canada, and then ten days before we flew, got pulled into the England squad. So she was already. Born in Canada, as yeah. we said. Mm. Toronto born. Yeah, so she's not just... It's not, it's not just heritage. Not heritage. heritage. No, no. She's, uh, yeah. And they're good, like... I didn't. I don't know them, obviously, but getting to know them and spending some time with the Canadians in 2017, they were there for a good time, not a long time. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's Shani's perfect kind of, of group at the minute. But have developed loads and will continue to. Um, we saw Jamaica get significantly pumped by the USA. In their first ever game, huh? Jamaica yeah they so. played some yeah it was fair Sophie Robinson decided not to go out because she wanted to play the semi-final well that was good wasn't it because you know, I mean yeah what happened yeah. thank goodness Sophie Robinson it, it reminded me when I was thinking on, on the way in of um, the Challenge Cup semi-final which you will, you must have played in because we spoke about it during lockdown when Faye Gaskin didn't play for Saints because she was at a wedding yes and, and Leeds won yes so, yeah, 2019 or 20. Was that a surprise, Leeds winning at St Helens? Not for in me. The semi-final. Not for me. Genuinely, right. No, seriously. No, genuinely, I am the most nervous person when it comes, and I'm always kind of like, oh, they'll get it. Like, Saints is going to do them over, they're going to do them over. Not because I don't believe in the girls, but because I just. When it. You know, I was there when the hurt of Wembley, and I had to. The first person I kind of scooped up was Caitlin, and I just, 
I didn't think that I think that was kind of hanging over the heads and then the expectation that Amy and Caitlin were back and that the you know the expectation that they would win having them back but I think sometimes people write out how I, but the game was at half time I was really really calm as if it's got anything to do with me but and I was really really confident weirdly and then when Saints went for that penalty I just walked around and I said to Jenna and John I was like she's not going to get it and they both went harsh and I didn't even look yeah. and well, I was deadly confident even Matty confi- Smith knew she wasn't going to get it well I was deadly confident and it came to golden point and I was like as long as we can keep the ball at that end and keep Faye away from the foot 40 out that's Faye the problem, that's the problem yeah. when we're talking about drop goals on the telly if Saints had got a chance because we saw in the <laughs> Challenge Cup semi-final Faye Gaskin can nail them Mm. so that, that's obviously a concern and I've but, played with Faye quite a few times but I knew keeping them away from like keeping them deep in that end we'd break them because we had done it we were the only one like Leeds I say we we're not allowed to say that anymore and that kid can get told off on the TV for saying we because it's not we anymore is it it's them yeah but you support like, them don't you um, yeah I have to catch myself when I talk about Wakefield half the time yeah well same same you know it is it's difficult isn't it but the girl, <laughs> we're going to win at Wembley no, no. The, girls were gonna, the girls were playing more Free flowing rugby, they were make they got their points from more free flowing rugby. So, yes. Caitlin Casey's kick was going to come off again at some point. So I was weirdly confident. Mentioning Wembley, and and you've obviously said obviously, and it doesn't take a psychologist to work out they would have hit Leeds hard that they went there first time ever didn't win. Mm. But on the flip side, and this is now two seasons in a row, Saints have won the Challenge Cup and not gone on mm-hmm. to the Grand Final mm-hmm. now obviously last year was different at Ellen Road but this year at Wembley could you make an argument that psychologically that had an effect on them that they'd done something that no one's ever going to do before as the first <coughs> that had knocked them slightly in terms of I know they always obviously wanted to go on and win everything but that was a major goal achieved and can you get yourself back up again to go again in a a semi-final yeah I think I don't know I don't think that it quite works like that because St Helens particularly with the calibre of players they've got and not yes they did celebrate and they've they've now got that and nobody else is going to you know and they've made pin, pin badges of the of the girls and all of this so that the hype around it is a lot more but I don't yeah you, there's always a, hang, a hangover much like there is in the men's game but you can't let it last this long can you Caitlin Casey <coughs> She's quite good, mm. isn't she? It's not bad, is she? Next Georgia Roach. Mm. Reckon that um, if she maintains her level of development at the moment, that the NRLW will come calling. Uh, I would hope so. Yeah, because she was very, very calm in those closing stages, or appeared to yeah. be very, very calm. externally very calm. I think it's taken her a little bit of a while to get to that stage, and you know, she came well, up this time last year. She well, she came this time last year. She was in the final for Alton Raidettes but you think she's come in and she's everyone talks about that you filled some big boots she hasn't filled some big boots she's filled two pairs of boots do you know what I mean <laughs> she is the only starting half that Leeds really like consistent half that Leeds have to then have the kicks that she does and so then work, she's got a great side hasn't she with Caitlin Beavers and Sophie Robinson um, and how important is having Hannah Butcher playing in the halves with her because if you're going to have the ice queen you might as well be next to the youngest player but I think Leeds were just struggling to find a half so you've got Sam Hume who's really great at in tack you had Jenna Greening who was great in defence 
Who played really well in the second row. Who then played really well as yes, which I think is more her preferred position. Well, I think she I think I prefer her playing in the second row anyway. So you needed somebody just to step up and not be afraid to do both and Hannah Butcher isn't afraid to do anything. She's no. an actual hero of my life. She even likes talking to us now. Anywhere yeah. near her on a rugby field. Whatever she's, position she she's playing she Don't go near her. Do you know what she also likes? A crate of bud. Mm. I'm not surprised. <laughs> We're the only people she likes. I like to think we are. Mm. But she's the nicest person off the field. I don't think she dislikes anybody. And if she did dislike you, you probably wouldn't know because she can tolerate anybody. She's great. She's probably one of my all-time favourite people. I need some lessons in tolerance. <laughs> Me too. So you're going for York in the final? No. I heard you on the telly. You said I'm going for York. I think it's about time that York break there. And they're at home. Does that give me more think, pressure? I think that's more pressure. Mm. We were talking about, you know, the playoffs now and all of the... We're, we're reaching the business mm. end, as we're obliged to call Denimal. it. And um, even teams like Featherstone are going to feel pressure that they've not felt before because they've got yeah. one game at home where everybody turns up and goes, right, you're going to win then. And it doesn't work like that sometimes. Well, I've been to York probably more times than I've been to Headingley this season. And the fans up there and the support network and what they're doing as a club, <clears throat> like I need to, from whatever I've thought about things before in the past, what they're doing up there and having seen it all and having seen the people work behind the scenes is great. And we need to <clears throat> kind of put that in a jar and then send it out. Mm. This is a real good idea of how how things could be done particularly in the women's game um, and I think and wheelchair I think they the come on yeah. leaps and bounds in that well all aspect, to be fair any aspect of the game well I mean we're not on the men's teams yet but the fact that York have made the playoffs mm. yeah. from where they were because not only do they have all of their injured players back which does help oh massively but they've got people there who um you know, are in charge. Of Lindsay Anfield. Well, Hendo had about a bit of a scratch at the start, didn't he? You know, they are they are the kind of people that can see longer term. They're, they're yeah. not just pushed by an owner that says we're winning this week and that's it. But I think I've seen Lindsay Anfield sat with Hendo during the men's games a couple mm-hmm. of times. So I'm not saying I said the other day. I said on TV the other day that it was maturity because it's not the maturity as such. But everyone, if if you've watched the women's game for as long as you guys have and we've been in it. Watching Lindsay on the side as a coach, she's much calmer now. Yeah, like she's much more poker faced. She's much more. Her post-match interviews are so much better. She is a better coach, and I think the girls are. They, they do work really hard, whether you like them or not. They work hard. They are no, athletes. Like well, this doesn't mean like they've got some of the most talented players. That, <clears throat> but then it's not just that they're athletes and they work hard behind the scenes, and you know, they have they have like Monday night training and. Friday night training they have awkward times and I think they do need to break their cycle because the, like Lindsay and a few of the girls that have come from the Castleford days always the bridesmaid never the bride and I'm not saying I want them to win necessarily I'd love well, Leeds to win I'm, all, I'm Leeds through and through however that cycle needs breaking and is it this year that it gets broken well I think the other interesting thing is they've got some strike players off the bench as well who yeah, can huge. turn games Reed Marshall made a massive difference yeah. the other day as soon she, as so. she came on it looked, it looked completely different. Yeah, totally. Almost my favourite player these days. Almost. Almost. Well, yeah, because, you know... Almost our favourite. And here he is. Oh, hi. Oh, oh <laughs> yes. I've been replaced. Well... Uh, I, I, although say, I think I replaced Danica, didn't I? So. No, no, we, we, we haven't... 
Broad church, a great cross section. Basically, of they're using us both now. <laughs> oh, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? That's a bit harsh. Who would? So, if you don't run out Hannah Butcher, do you? Right. So, if you put Hannah Butcher here, here's Hannah Butcher. They're they're York over there. That's Jasmine Bell. Who? What happens then? Hannah goes low. It's the irresistible force meets an immovable object. Yeah, but it's the power versus Newton's first law. An object remains stationary in a linear line of motion until acted upon by an external force. No wonder the one you're rugby union. That's far too intelligent. (laughs) (laughs) My first degree in sports science and medicine. Have I ever used it since then? No, but here I am. How was your rugby weekend? It was good. Largely absent of rugby. (laughs) (laughs) I caught caught snippets. I caught snippets. I watched the second half of the women's game. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was a good, decent contest. Yeah, yeah. It was just nice to have a proper contest, isn't it? I think that's the difference. It's just nice and to have it so tight and a bit tense. Yeah, just adds to it. Drama. What people like on the rugby field, maybe. Oh, I don't know. We like the drama off it as well, but you can't really talk about it on podcasts. So, and I don't get told about any drama anymore because you don't play. So, <laughs> I don't know any drama. I've never told you anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It, sorry, sources close to the program have <laughs> drama in the past. Mind you, speaking of sources close to the program, now I was told on uh, Saturday because uh, it was it was hilarious when they introduced you on the telly. Former Leeds and England forward, whatever says Jenna, and rugby league pundit John Wilkin. Now, they they made a big thing about him doing the pitch. Now, I was told by a source close to this programme that John Wilkin only did about two forks of the pitch and then bugging off and did some telly. So he was on there for a good ten minutes. Uh, Whether he was talking or forking, I don't know. I got some video evidence of it myself, but he was... Everybody was out there. Matty Smith was out there. Reminiscent of Michael Carter clearing the snow at Bellevue that time. So they played on Friday night. Was the pitch all right Friday night when they played? All I know is that they they they, rigged, they finished rigging at 1am and then they heard at 1am that it was something had happened. I don't know what had happened, but by the time everyone got there in the morning, it was a little bit waterlogged. It stunk. <laughs> and you'd been at Bellevue so the night think, before, so so I think it was something to do with the drainage underneath had collapsed or something so it wasn't dirty water it was just stagnant water that just reminds me of when Dewsbury built their new ground back in 1994 the first game they played Barrow it was like a, bo- oh. a bowling green and by week two it had puddles all over it and by week three it was a quagmire and players used to have jabs to, you know, to play on it so it stop stunk. it absolutely stunk you yeah. had a jab to play on it. Yeah. No, I'm tapping out. I'm out. I'm tapping out. So it sounds like, and that was a drainage problem because all the vehicle, the construction vehicles had, had broken all the drains underneath. So it sounds like that's. Well, I think there was meant to be a rugby, the army, the army final, yes, and they got yes, made to Sato Heath. Yes. But even just getting from the the dugouts across onto the field was just. So the girls obviously like went out and went to walk, and I was like, "Girls, don't take your white together. Is that that? I'd put your boots on to walk out just to see." And the sand in the middle, we were like, this is not ideal. But the game got played and it didn't seem to make too much of a difference, did it? Apart from when Caitlin Beavers managed to do that tap tackle and she just slid into touch, which was beautiful. Maybe that was the reason why. Game-breaking moment. Yeah, massively. So will the pitch be all right for Saturday when you'll be back? In my grand (laughs) woman capacity, no idea. I hope so. I hope between. What do you do to get that fixed? I don't know. Apart from pull the pitch up. 
But what do you do to St Helens if they can't play the game that they've earned the right to play at home? Well, I'm sure that's your job to answer that one. No. What do you do if you can't They'd decide have to the pitch? venue, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, it's witness free. Or worrying. It's always witness, isn't it? If anyone's, anyone's in trouble, say it's Wigan, we can't play, we go. Well, let's be fair, it's early enough in the day. Well, that, maybe that's the problem because it could be quite an early kickoff, isn't it, on Saturday? 1 o'clock. Uh, 12.45. Is it 12.45? Well, that's what it says in the paper. I mean, that's, you know. 12.45, Channel 4. Yeah, Channel 4, I've heard of them. Or Sky. But we all know where we'll be watching. I know where I'll be. Well, we know who we'll be watching. Adam will be back. Is he back? He's back from playing tennis. In Australia, oh, I think I saw him. Yeah, I mean, I've written a whole column about him this month. So uh, do do pass him on a, a magazine. I think I'm, I think I'm fairly nice about it. Why don't you sign it and then I'll give it to him Saturday? <laughs> 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 devalue the magazine. I will pass it on. No, he's, he's he'll, he'll devalue love, the words. He'll love that. We interviewed him once when when Leeds we played uh, Warrington at uh, Headingley. He's a. I mean, Phil did the commentary on it, and they got taken off. Did he do his shoulder or something? Was it concussion? Yeah, concussion. it got con- it got completely yeah. wiped out, didn't he? Yeah, Mark played in that as well. It's amazing how these things, all these mm-hmm. strands, come back together later on. Scully played. He did. Did he? Yeah. How many tries does Ryan Hall score now in his career? Two hundred <sighs> and. That's three hundred and seventeen. Ah. Oh. Three hundred and seventeen. Yeah. In his career as a whole, not just the in Super League. Because oh, there is more to rugby league. There is more was... to rugby league than just. All right, championship. Calm down. <laughs> Golf people. Calm Told down. you his dummy's on the floor. <laughs> I don't care. It's, it's, it's done. I don't it's care. Not... How many times? Has what am I supposed it? to do about it? Well, I can't do anything about it. We've got new owners now. We're going to be, we're going to be buying everyone. New Matty coach. Johns, John Alomu. They're all coming in. Come John Alomu. That's going to be a. <laughs> well, we've got as much chance of signing him now as we did in the year two thousand. So you know. Respect. Respect. Or disrespect. Oliver Gildart is a bit of a perk, isn't no, he? No, I was thinking no. more what? you've got new owners. Oh, come on to it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who put out a statement basically saying that there is a new coach in By place. Mark, yeah, thanks thanks for that. You before the previous coach has been officially informed informed. Well that's that why I asked him on Friday. Is that night. Disres- isn't that disrespectful? Because it's not in the papers, wasn't it, that Daryl Powell's coming in. But I don't know he's coming in because no one's told me he's coming in, only the papers are saying. So I say mm. to Mark Applegarth on Friday, what, what are you doing next? And he says, I'm the head coach until I'm not the head coach. Which is the right answer. Well it's been... And then a letter goes out the following morning to members yeah, saying I have appointed Daryl Powell's at like Jermaine McGilvery is that not disrespectful oh Jermaine McGilvery thinks disgusting what has happened to respect in rugby league if that's if that's this true story that he got a phone call a couple of hours before it went live like and after so much service maybe he's not as great as he used to be that's absolutely fine but surely that's a conversation it's going to be great in the red white and blue next year according to the papers you think? Yeah, I got the impression they must have had a conversation before then, just because of the signalling that was coming from Jermaine. It I think he, like he, he says kind of knew he was yeah, on his way out. I think club, you know from the first of May whether you've been offered a contract yeah. or not. But I think there isn't there the respect of somebody who's been there for sixteen like years so. who represents the whole club. As at least deserves to sit down and well, it has come to the time where. But I don't even think you need to be there sixteen years and to be a great. Citizen. No, no, you'd be there one season, couldn't yeah. you? <laughs> you know, I think if you if you're not going to be retained, then you should be told. But I think that's the thing, isn't it? People expect in rugby league because you get a contract that you deserve to like. You should be respectful and grateful for that. But actually, the effort you put in for that mm. contract, the training, 
and I never call them sacrifices because you make choices not to do things but the choices you might you miss family weddings and you miss christenings and birthdays and you're allowed to go on holiday between this month and this month but (laughs) so it is you know you also yes you do get a contract you get to play for a club but you also commit quite a lot to that club Mm -hmm. too so yeah you can't just take holiday during the season, can you? So I mean, I've got me 14 days starting. You know, I, don't, I don't want to you know, keep going on about the fact that Wakefield now officially are a championship yeah. club. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Taking down the signs and everything. It's absolutely fine. We, are, we are not a Super League city, it says now, when you go in. <laughs> I just think Mark Applegarth has behaved with incredible dignity. I mean, it's like you're playing a hand of poker and you sat around the table with 11 other people and you look at your hand and you've got like a two or three and an eight. And you're supposed to blag your way to... Yeah, not be the last person standing. I, I can't think so of... So he, he hasn't been given the tools to do the job, no. but I honestly think that every time I've heard him speak, every time we've been in his presence, he's been incredibly dignified. Mm. He's never looked to blame anybody else. He's talked about um, trying to be better. Um, and I just think, he, you know, when somebody behaves with that level of dignity in his first job, the very least he deserves is to go into his last press conference knowing whether he still is in a position or not, rather than receive a letter to fans the following morning saying we've appointed somebody else. I, I just think that's, that's I can't, wrong. I can't think of a time this year where he hasn't done the pre-match press conference. He, uh, no, I, Especially on a run of losing was it 14 in he a row. Never, he never hid. No. He never made excuses. He never blamed a match official no. as far as I can remember. No, I don't think he did. Which Hard to do it when you're losing 30 no one. So. No, but... But, you know, they still do. There are people who do. Um, <laughs> you know, apparently the whole of the season was skewed on one decision in the league game this week, I, according I, to some people. Whether he was good enough or not is irrelevant, because it doesn't matter, because some coaches are, are very going to get sacked He didn't anyway. appoint himself. And he, didn't, he was and, appointed by that board, who and, made and, a conscious decision that they would go down the route of building for the future. The fact that that board is no longer there, and somebody new is coming in and wants to make a statement, it's almost like it's been made at, at his expense, and he may well be employed, because they're talking about they want to do a big youth development and academy restructure. He may be the man to do mm. that, and he may still be at Wakefield. So we're not saying that he, he's been totally dispensed. I just thought was a bit I don't know disrespectful to to put him up there while you're interviewing him for Sky in the knowledge that he's not going to be there the following morning it's maybe well, it's maybe. not a great start for a new owner is it I don't know I, I know you're trying to curry favour with yeah. the supporters but do things the I, right way <laughs> but I've seen the favour curried before and I've seen what happens so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm keeping my powder dry until things I occur. think, and again, not wanting to go on any more about Wakefield that needs to be gone on about because you know, yeah, people want to talk about Wigan private morning. The thing is, the takeover hasn't been completed yet. There's two more weeks to go. That's the time to announce Daryl Powell. I would have said, but just all the bit. I've seen too many new eras that haven't quite. Gone well. <laughs> Has Wakefield hurt you in the past? <laughs> it sacked me. <laughs> oh, no, no, I can't about that. Because it was sacked. Still turns it? up the money. Yeah, still can't get the, rid of the first, the first, first not all that bad. No, yeah. no. <laughs> Michael Cantler's worst decision was employing me. I'm very happy to go on record of saying that that was a bad appointment all round from his perspective and from my perspective. It did not work and was never going to work. Um, but you know. Ground sorted, stands being built. If only we hadn't signed Kevin Proctor and saved that money to sign Luke Gale at the start of the season. But that's hindsight, isn't it? Do you think that would have made the difference? It would have made a difference. I mean, he wasn't 
fully fit when he came in, was he, from Keighley? And, and oh, you're not allowed to mention Keighley. No, no. And I assume he, he was happy to have that part-time role and do his other stuff off the field, which he probably could still do now at Wakefield if he wants to stay in the future. But would Wakefield have been better with Luke Gale at the start of the season rather than Kevin Proctor? Yeah. But but they weren't. So they didn't. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, you were there. You saw the game. It was... How good was Mikey Lewis? For those of us that weren't there, all that kept coming back was he's completely unplayable. He was great. He made lots of breaks. Uh, there probably could have been a couple of tries ahead had he given the ball sooner. There was a, there was an element where I said that if this continues, the, some of the younger lads are going to get white line fever, which is what... There's a couple of times that Mikey definitely could have passed it probably a few metres earlier. And to be fair, he did it. He managed to pull it off and he got the points on the board. But he is outstanding. He's just like one of those little kids, which I don't, and I mean this in the most respectful of ways. You know, you just can't catch it. Like a, someone that just runs around and you just can't catch it. And it's really annoying. And you want to swat it or a bit like a fly. But in the nice... Mikey look, the fly, Luke. No, but like... If I was playing against him, I'd be. It's a bit like playing against Tara Jane Stanley. I know she does a left foot step every time, but can I stop it? Never. <laughs> it's one of those people that you know what he's going to do. And between him and Jack Walker, if that really, if that combination, well, Jack Walker, will yeah. really, if they really get something together, that's going to be a nightmare pairing because, and I mean this, and I think we need more of this in the game. They've got a bit of an ego, and I mean, that's... and I want more of it in the game. He knows he can do some stuff. He knows he can make a difference in the game. He loves the limelight. He loves the, the, the try line. And between him and Jack Walker, who was very similar, they're not afraid to go forward and try something. And out of hand, he was chipping the ball over and backed himself to catch it again. So he is great. And I want people to like celebrate themselves like he does. Winning characters. Yeah, 100%. Winning personalities, winning people like him. And he was... Taking selfies from Gunners Allen after the game with all the whole KR fans. The whole KR fans were incredible, absolutely incredible. Sold out every single. T- I think it was two thousand odd tickets that they sold out. Um, were in fine voice the whole time. We didn't announce a crowd. Though. When there's a tribute to whole KR, we didn't announce a crowd. Where well, Willie Peters told me that that's how many tickets. Oh, they had, so. it must be true then. Um, and my favourite thing is when Wakefield did look like this, the they were coming back. They were like. They're just chatting. You're going down. You're. Yeah. I was like, oh, good comeback there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> good comeback. Um, but I think the fans, the race, and the the fact that the players stayed and the fans stayed to the very last minute, which oh, was quite a cold Friday night, wasn't it? Do you not really annoy that twice now? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a soft summer rugby player. I've got no shame. Yeah, you are with your, you know your telly and stuff. You haven't done football at Frickley in the middle of winter. I played rugby union. Thank you very much. Yeah, but that, I, I played. I've got I played when a game got cancelled at sixty minutes because we couldn't physically catch a ball anymore. That's just rugby union, isn't it? No. Seeing the basic <laughs> skills. Um, just because you're not intelligent enough to understand it. Got a degree. What really? You tell you what annoyed me. This is this is this is the stupidest thing. <laughs> after the game was the, twice they said don't run on the pitch after the game don't come on the pitch and some kids run on the pitch but kids are kids by the way there were five other games going on that day but yeah. we'll just talk about this one kids, yeah we're going to move on <laughs> kids are kids but then one of the volunteers from one of the community clubs was encouraging the kids to go up and get selfies and taking pictures oh, no. when they've been told not to go on the pitch should be banned I was too busy interviewing Willie <laughs> Peters um, are they going to beat Lee on yes. Friday because they've got no players uh, Tony says Lee needs to get a reserve game for midweek 
Um, because um, Wigan have got one, so Bevan French can play. But um, does that seem like an anomaly to you? We're going to have three players banned, but because it's the reserve grand final, which they wouldn't have played in, they can work off that. Do they even qualify for the reserve grand final? Because they wouldn't have played enough. Is that right? Is it? There obviously must be a loophole in the rules, but that needs looking at because that's not right for the competition. That affects the integrity of it, in my view. But surely that means if if you got to the reserve grand final and your first team had been knocked out of whatever, you could pick the first team for the reserve grand final, which defeats the objectives of the reserve. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know without looking at the operational rules as to what they as to what they are, as to whether there's a limit in terms of the age of the players or the number of games they played in the first team or whatever. But there, there I don't be think you could just play in a final. I think if it's I, like I the women's game, yeah. you're allowed. So, like, say if it was under 19s, when I came back from ACL, I could have played for the under 19s because you're allowed two or three. But over I don't think you can play in a final unless you yeah. played a I certain think, number of games. Be, I think that's, just, that's, that's just cup ties. That's just cup ties. Yeah, this is a league. But then the reserves is a final, basically, isn't it? The reserves, yeah, well, the reserves competition is a nonsense. Yeah. So, did you see Bevan French manhandling? I did. For want of a better word, the referee. I did. Worth one game or more? I thought it was worth more. Because again, for those of us that were at other games and didn't see it live, <laughs> we were all the important. Well, ones. when I say I, look, I, I, I don't I, without going back through the history of what they've banned this year, but they have banned players to play mm. for referee contact this year and in previous years. Without going back and looking at all those and analysing them and, and comparing one against the other, that was a deliberate act yeah. to, to touch was the it, referee. A, um, in my opinion, slightly aggressive act. Well, it wasn't accidental, and I've it, seen it players. Wasn't, it charged. wasn't necessary, was it? No, then that's necessary. the difference. And I think they have players being players being charged where they sort of push the referee from behind behind the referee's back to almost push them out of the way in order to defend something and I kind of in my Even own way, way I yeah. kind of get that because yeah. in there they think get out of my way I want to make a tackle this is in response to a decision and a decision he doesn't like or doesn't yeah. agree with so for me I was surprised that he's eligible for the grand final mm. I think it's it just makes a joke of it doesn't it And but again I'd want to go back and I'd want to go to ensure it's consistent there may be other charges where they could show you and say, well, hang on a minute, we charge that at grade B. Fair enough. But on the face of it, when I saw it on Friday night, I thought, I thought Mary Hell would go off on social media because the chances are he will be banned for the grand final. But consistency is bad because as we learned last week from uh, Warrington, apologies to the podcast. Ah, there, yes. Because consistency is, is all well and good unless you are the chairman of the Warrington Wolves, Stuart Middleton who has called for a review of disciplinary procedures after star forward Paul Vaughan received a controversial suspension last week, a controversial suspension for something other people have been banned for this season. Embarrassing. That That's the second public statement he's made in the last two months, yeah. which I think is embarrassing. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be associated with the club and, and, and my chairman to be saying comments like that. Look, he can, he can disagree with it, but... There is a long history now of players over a number of years being banned for making contact with players on the ground, laid prone on the ground. And that's not people that I've seen Kangaroo Court going on on Twitter this weekend over Lachlan Lamb, I think, pulling a Wigan player. T- completely yeah. different. Completely different. Um, I just think I, we've already had a review three, four years ago, which involved club chairman. So they're now calling the club chairman that were involved in that review. So it's just a nonsense. And all it does is deflect. The fact is, he was charged grade E, which is, is it four to six, is yeah, the tariff? Yeah. So he got four. So they've recognised the fact that even Matouti has gone in and said, 
I was time wasting I wasn't injured but the fact is you cannot pick up a player so they've given him but he doesn't know that at the time no, which, exactly. which is the purpose exactly. of, the, of the charge that a player How does not know at that moment that? And, and as, as as I've seen others compare well hang on a minute Mossy Masso yeah. look at that mm-hmm. innocuous challenge and we mm-hmm. know the consequences of that and appreciate that probably 99 times out of 100 it doesn't come to that if not yeah but it's that one time though isn't it you're but right it's that one absolutely. time and players know whether they like it or not that if they choose to do that they run the risk and it's much harder people will say well I don't wait why don't you charge Matautia yeah but you try and demonstrate there's no way that you, <laughs> yeah. if they charge Matauti you'd come out and say oh yeah you're right so are we going to ban everyone for time wasting yeah very difficult for referees even when we go back a few years before we change the rules around you know stoppages and stuff and foul play and all that you knew in your, in your, in, in your own mind that this player is probably milking this mm. but there's not nothing I can do about it and yeah. actually for me to try and prove it is another thing they're not medically qualified players are the, the, the buggers aren't they <laughs> because because you'll do anything to get an advantage, and, and but that's Con, what coaches Con, tell you. Right? Yeah, but do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah, absolutely, you do. But you, you you do something like Andrea Dobson was known for pushing the line, but as soon as the whistle was blown, she knew exactly where the line was. So things like line on or you know whatever. But as soon as that, you get one penalty, and then. You either take one for the team and figure out where the law of the lay of the law land. You know, do you know what I mean? You yeah, figure yeah. out where it's at. You give away a six again on the first tackle in there, ten metres. <laughs> yeah, but ultimately, and I say it more so now. I think being out of the game, a decision's made. You can either cry about it and let it affect your game, or you take it because at the end of the day, that's what the referees are there for. And yeah, if you want to review it afterwards or whatever else, then then do so down the right channels. Like we've seen how many times have things been, you know, not been overturned and have been charged more. Like, but you can't come out when it's not. It's like I refer it back to people sat like behind Twitter who comment commentate on people not playing very well. You're not playing, so you can commentate all you like about people playing, but you're not professional rugby players. It's similar to to a referee. If you don't like the decision they make, go and go and be one. Go and do the job. Like we need them to run the game. If we didn't have them, people would complain. If we do have them, people would complain. I mean, the other comment I would make on, on Stuart Middleton is that we had two coaches uh, referred for investigation for bringing mm. the game into disrepute. I would argue that's bringing yeah, the game into disrepute. 100%. Why make it an open letter? Yeah. Have that, co- have that discussion <laughs> yeah. behind yeah. closed doors. Yeah. That doesn't need to be an open uh, open letter. And the other thing, you're not going to change the decision if you're going to go on an open letter. So, um, so in terms of that game, for again, for those of us that couldn't watch it, both teams, as far as I gather, had a try disallowed. Yeah. So why is the Oliver Gildart decision seem to be more important than the other and to have determined I will quote, the, I will final, co- the final league placings? This is from a story by David Craven in the whole Daily Mail. He's, uh, Gildart said, it's a disgrace. It cost us a home semi-final. It's no. not good enough. Fair play to Wigan. They have been the best team all year and they fully deserve the league leaders. Is this but, form, former Wigan player all again? But they shouldn't have won that. If we'd have scored and oh. Benny potentially converts, the referee's not good enough. Quote. I know it's a tough job, but how many times do you have to look at that to make a decision? He gave double movement, but he's right in front of me. I'm over the line. That's why I've run off celebrating. When they look at the replay, it's obvious our player runs at the, his inside shoulder and Bevan goes on the outside. It's just frustrating. As players, you work your nuts off to get a win and they just really feel disappointed. I just feel really disappointed with how that went. So, again, the referee has cost... Why are players allowed to talk about well, it? Because they get away with it. Because they get away 
away with it all the time. I know, but then I think, with like, everything. look, I don't think, I don't think, like, and I know journalism is, that's what you want, you want to find a story, but I think clubs all need to say, right, we'll deal with it our way, keep your mouth shut, let, there, there's a team to deal with stuff like that, if you're really that bothered about it. As a player, whether it's right or wrong decision, it just looks like sour grapes. And I'm not saying I agree or disagree with that. That you know, there was a lot to think about that one. But again, if I if I put out a tweet saying, "Oh, the girl that dropped the ball," it can't determine the game, and it He's can't determine the finishing position. Lee have beaten Hull KR over there this season quite significantly. Go over and do it again if you're that bothered. That sounds really easy that it was. I didn't mean like that, but like you put your energy into it, next game. You know, they play what twenty-seven. I've lost count. 27, 27, 27 <laughs> games in a season. Of which eighty minutes times twenty-seven. <laughs> My maths is not good enough. Maths teacher. But there's lots. There's yeah. lots of minutes and lots of games to go at. It doesn't come down to one moment to sum up a season. And it's the same argument that I've used time and again around a single decision doesn't determine the outcome of a game, mm. whether that be a referee's decision or a player's decision. For what it's worth, for me, the Wigan uh, penalty for obstruction is absolutely correct in that the obstruction occurs on the you know, they come back through the, the, the space immediately adjacent to the block so they use that space mm. the second one in my view is different and my opinion should have been a try um, I don't think it should have been referred to the video referee because the block is not adjacent to where the try is scored they don't use that space that may be created by the contact on French now in years gone by we were checking all those and they would have come back no try um, but for me there's sufficient evidence to overturn the live decision but I think the danger that we used to discuss as referees was as soon as you put the square in the air on obstructions you open a can of worms and it's proven at Super League head coaches meetings where they can put on the, on the same clip and it will split the room and and that's what you get you get <coughs> shades of grey so I, I, we were always encouraged to try and make on field decisions ourselves without reference to the video referee and you're less, unless you're absolutely thought hang on a minute I've, I've probably missed something here mm. I need to check it because I've just missed it um, so for me, they are. Whilst they are both obstruction decisions, they are they are different, and I think there should have been a different outcome. As a Lee fan, says Tony, who I've never met, Gilbert out of order. The fact we lost fifty two ten to OKR is why we didn't fourth sim- uh, finish fourth. Simple, and it's it's uh, retribution for that tweet Lee sent out the other week. Uh, that way, if you let OKR score all those points, because we were annoyed by the tweet. The so, tweet was but, rubbish. By but way, moving on from that. Adrian Lamb banned from talking to Scam. <laughs> well, by, they're, by saying, they're saying it was there's timing. Two, there's two yeah, stories. Two yeah. I know. Derek I, I heard saying, two stories. Derek was uh, saying uh, there was a slot. He would have yeah. been available. You didn't want to use the slot. Sky is saying we run the game. When we want you, we want you. Um, is that Derek being a bit petulant? Possibly. Don't forget, you've yeah. got a hat from him. No, so. no, no. It swings and roundabouts because I see Friday, Friday's game very differently. Having been part of them broadcasting all the games, which, which was a little bit new, we were getting interviews as and when we could, like, and we, I had to wait to interview Willie Peters because there was no point doing that interview because we finished three minutes before the league game finished. Even though the score was pretty much set, you still, but there's no point. So I, we were like, can you wait there? But I know that you want to wait there because we, so there was an element of that. And therefore, that means that they had to wait for all of our interviews to come in before they could then go for the live interview. That's but, my that's my but, side. But However, there, but isn't there if, an obligation for the live Sky game in the whatever the the rules are? Yeah, the coach needs. But to But then be again, if that's not being, I don't know how clear that was made. So I don't know. 
I don't know the rules of behind the side. The st- I know that there's an obligation and stuff, etc., etc. But I suspect it will be to make themselves available. Yeah, and yeah, they'll yeah, say yeah. They made themselves available. Yeah, yeah. and also there's an also then a fine line of you then need to get in the sheds and pick your team up essentially because you've got five days. Yeah, and you've got sponsors. you know until you're yeah, but, until you tee back again. So and there's only a limit between when the players go and sit so down was, in the, the changing room when they want to then get changed and just get was gone. Brian County being mis- mischievous. Then I didn't by saying. I didn't We've see tried it. our best to get Adrian Lambert. We're but being told it's been blocked by. Uh, David I mean, Palmer. do you want to cause a bit of controversy if he's saying that? You could probably word it differently. But I actually don't know. All I'm saying is my two sides of that. I've been a player who's waiting on a coach's post-match talk. I've also experienced what Friday night was like from a broadcast point of view. None of us will ever know what the real is, but you know, <clears throat> there's also a, a fine line between. I find it really difficult for a coach when you've just lost potentially what could be a, a home draw because there is a bit of sour grapes and a bit of like upset isn't there I, will, job, though, I wouldn't want to speak job. after a game if I had job. lost would you like a job on the MRP would you like to go on the match review panel mm, mm, I don't know if it pays as well as Sky or I, 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 I don't know if there's any free food involved but. no do you know what I'm going to stick a, I'm going to stay away from politics <laughs> Two things you don't talk about politics and money, so I'll I'll stick to my master chef. <laughs> James has been on Question of Sport. Would you go on Question of Sport? Yes, I like a quiz. Hmm. Oh yeah, we you're paying for this. I know. I've seen that. I was a little bit jealous. I was very jealous. Who would you like to go up against on the chase? Any of them? It's easy, breeds. Joking. <laughs> 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 don't know. I just like I just like a I like a pub quiz. I love like that kind of stuff. And pop food and pop food. Yeah. Wigan are the league leaders, shield winners. And deserve really so. Well done to Wigan. Mm-hmm. Apart from you know, using loopholes this week. But uh, Yeah, but don't take that away from the rest of the squad that well, have, <laughs> have played all season, you know. They've done a well, it takes even less for me to take credit away from people than that. I know, yeah, but I think sometimes we get so strung up, don't we, on that that kind of stuff that actually there is another well, whole group of people behind that have Earned that. So well, it's going to be emotional at St Helens when you're there on Saturday because it's the last home game for James Roby. Oh, are you telling me I need you just nodding to me be emotional? Okay. Mm. We've got a little bit of mascara running at the end. Oh, I'm not going to ruin my makeup for it. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> um, right. But, but how do how how does everybody reckon these are going to play out now? Because it, it's pointless reviewing all the games. Um, certainly pointless reviewing Leeds and Castleford. Um, well, are Leeds still uh, the worst Leeds team ever? But just just as an aside, all I would say is there are big issues at Castleford on the on the result of that uh, on the, the basis of that result. <laughs> you answered a question about Leeds talking about Castleford, <laughs> but, but <laughs> I think these two speak in a different language sometimes. <laughs> Leeds, Leeds, Leeds men in crisis. All the other Leeds teams are good. As we discovered the, the, there was an element of youth there that was quite encouraging, whereas. Castle had a quite an experienced core. The future's bright. Yeah, but, uh, it sounds like they're having a clear out at Castleford, doesn't it? <laughs> Blake Austin's having new hair put in today. He did it live on Instagram. Blake Austin's hair. Why um, do you watch that stuff? I didn't watch it. John Davidson tweeted about it. Why do people watch that stuff? People watch people having the. Bloody probably got a discount from the yeah, hair like, company by putting Luke, in the Well, they've got, Luke, a, YouTube, they've got a YouTube channel, haven't they? Mm. Their family have got a YouTube channel, so I think they record their life right. I think there's a family YouTube I haven't watched it either I've just heard that they so I think 
the YouTube is the way forward to get freebies, I tell you. And like <laughs> TikTok. TikTok and TikTok, stuff, yeah. yeah. If we're, we're on YouTube, bothered, aren't we? We are, yeah. We're, we're, where's our freebies? Magazine. You, look, you see, <laughs> no, that's not a freebie. Yeah. No, I know, but I'm saying if you want to get sponsors. Oh, we've been we tried. I mean, actually, actually, you could probably, you know, go on proper telly, so. Jim has picked time than me. <laughs> You've got a free hat. I'm, I'm just happy with hats well, and stuff. You are still. You know, all this stuff, you know, this is all bought from eBay and stuff. Apart from the flag, that's... That was a freebie. Yeah. That's the only, <laughs> <laughs> the only freebie on the set is a flag. Um, so where's it? Where's the men's where, competition going from here? Saints Wigan final. Do and everyone go, oh, no, 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 I think the, the interesting game is Hulk Ali, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think no, that's I a bit... So. I, would, I think that's a foregone conclusion. Do you think it is oh, now? Yeah. I think I'm even contemplating going over to Craven Park what? on Friday to watch that. No, I think... I think they are looking busted. Yeah, Hardacre's now out for the season. Okay. Asiata might not play again. Have you got any of their drink team players available? I, I, I think they've had a sensational campaign. But when you when you use virtually the same squad for all of your matches, all of your but, which is run, why they've been so consistent it, all season, it hasn't it? Come, had yeah, but I think Holke are, are my dark horses for perhaps upsetting this apple cart a little bit. They are Tony's as well. He's a Holke dark horse. They've got one player band, Tom Amone, isn't it? Who's uh, been sensational yeah. for them this year? Yeah, I think you, you could be right and Hulkar obviously got the home advantage haven't they I just think that going they're, to Craven Park's a nightmare they've, they've got everybody fit for the everybody playing mm. particularly um, well I, I don't think they, they need to fear anything other than let's say well, how far we can I think, their I first, think they're, they're the leaders of this year their first half performance though I think they got complacent on Friday and that first half performance wasn't great and you knew that they'd mm. run away because Wakefield had a really depleted side out. So I knew, anyway, last 20 minutes, I thought, if nothing else. Is that not psychologically hard, though, for a player? Yeah. Playing yeah. a team that's relegated. Yeah, because yeah. there was nothing in that game at all, win. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Knowing and that you've got a major game the week after. Yeah, and yeah, they did win by a lot. but And had Lee won, there's very little that they could have done at Wakefield that would have challenged it. I know it's a cliche when we're talking about playoff intensity, but it will be... Oh, it'll be a great. You know, I think it will be a great game, yeah. regardless. I also think that the crowd at, at, at Hull KR will. Have you seen the away changing rooms? So what they've I've done seen the press season, room at Hull KR. The, what they've done this season is the top half of the, the changing room is painted like a dark navy blue, so it's really dark and oppressive in there. Like so, it looks a lot smaller than it actually is, which I think is great. Cycle, you walk and you're like, oh. And the so, fans there are brilliant. If they were to win. They go to Wigan. Mm. Last year, Wigan was superb at home, unbeaten. Couldn't win their playoff game at home. When Salford went there, the other Leeds beat him last yeah. year. So wow. Hull KR, I reckon, have, have got a route whereby I mean, unless Warrington do something amazing, and obviously they beat them in the semi-final, the Challenge Cup. So. Mm. I just think it's 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 open there for Hull KR if they're good enough to take it. Mm. I'd like. <clears throat> yeah, either Hull KR or Lee, just to make a bit of a stamp. Obviously, if you think that's the way it's going to go, Hull KR, then. But one of those two teams well, we just to come and rock the apple cart a little bit would be. Can Warrington beat St Helens no. with all that emotion around <laughs> Roby and next? No, I don't think so. So that's. Certain I think their achievement is to have got to the playoffs after the, <laughs> the debacle <laughs> on their fingernails. Yeah. Yeah, how the season. So, the of winning eight games in a row and then somehow just getting into the. But playoffs. then that would throw up a semi-final of Catalan against St Helens. Yeah, well, now that's a game I cannot call. Game. That's great. And they're already talking about not only is it going to be a sellout. Mm. But how, how, 
when we were there for longer than we wanted to be last week, um, <laughs> they were, all they were talking about was a home semi-final. And the fact that that will be, even with the Rugby Union World Cup going on, that is going to be the, uh, the biggest game in that club's the history. Water. They're talking about opening up the swimming pool end, which I didn't know you could do, to put crowds there. It's a footpath, basically. Yeah. Oh, with, a, with a fence. So. How, how can you do it? They're going to put them on the roof. And we've, but, we've just spoken about James Roby and Lou McCarthy Scarsborough's last games. Samkins, your mate yeah. at the telly. Yeah. His last game I mean, the atmosphere, you were there last year, weren't you? The atmosphere for that playoff game, Kathleen Lee, was just unbelievable. If, if, so, Hull KR fans as a whole are great, but if a set of fans know how to put on a party, it's the French... It, the Catalonian national anthem was sung with as much gusto as I've ever heard last week I, for yeah. what was a relatively meaningless game in terms of they, <laughs> they were already assured of winning that and finishing somewhere around the top three but the, all, they put flags out for everybody they were all waving their mm. sang or flags it was ridiculously intimidating they're the same flags that were being thrown at me as a yes, left sharp, sharp <laughs> <in> the edge, <laughs> used them as darts. Uh, yeah, I th- yeah. I mean, that's going to be a but huge what, game. You know, if that's the way it turns out, uh, yeah. and we can preview that. If you're St Helens, then yeah. so you've you've made it through St Helens, you're going out. Do you then go for a few more extra days this time, <laughs> rather than just going the day trip that they normally do, or do you change your build up, or do you just keep uh, exactly what you normally do? They've tried it different ways, I think, St Helens and it, and, and they've had mixed results. Yeah. So I don't think there's a set way that guarantees you an outcome, is there? I think it depends ways. I think with it being a grand final week, potentially you'd go you you go probably stay the night before and yeah. you come home straight after the yeah, game. You have to come home straight away. Yeah, yeah. You've you literally just, got yeah. Mind you, that's gonna be the Friday night game, isn't it? Yeah. So it yeah. definitely is, yeah. They've got the extra day. But um if if it does shape up that way, yeah. what a game that is gonna be. Well done to Leeds, though, for finishing the season with a points difference of plus one. Well, well done to Leeds on that. that. That's an achievement. As is York finishing the season on a points difference of zero. Fantastic. Brilliant. You play all that season to end up finished on zero. Do we need to talk about any more Super League things? Cause I, no, because I just I, think it, it's, it's shaping things. up to be... The one thing we do need to probably talk about is the, the, um, the press release this week that the attendance figures have been really encouraging. Even though the game's gone. Game's not going gone. anymore. More people Rubbish. are watching it. More yeah. people are watching it on telly. Well, it's been for twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah. Fifteen thousand at Leeds versus Cass. Ridiculous. The two rubbish teams. Absolutely unbelievable. Oh, you say well done for marketing team at Leeds Rhinos. Yes. Well, exactly. <laughs> As I've always said on this program, Leeds. You know, you were talking about York and the way they're doing things with the men and the women and everything. Leeds are the benchmark. Um, for everything what, else. I didn't, what I didn't mention is York's buffet is out of this world. <laughs> The most I mean, spectacular buffet I think I've ever, and a free gym bar. The pizzas at the World Cup. Well done, Clint Goodchild. Uh, <laughs> get mussels and scallops and prawns. Right. Yeah. yeah. Not in the press room, you don't. Yeah. But well, okay, I've no good well, press well, room. Well, when we're there for the grand final in the. In the oh, the RFL taking over then. Don't get sandwiches. <laughs> Crusty bread. I mean, what, better than the. Anyway, remember, <laughs> I digress. Better than the women's grand final in Wigan and Leeds, which we went to, which we got nothing. I think Pete Smith nicked the. A biscuit from the press room. It wasn't even a press room, was it? I don't. Even, I don't remember. You you were there. I saw you. Yes, I had. Also, just done my uh, my ACL yeah. reconstructed. I think, I avoided, so. avoided I think Adam occasion. Adam Cuthbertson and I the final whistle went. Final whistle went, and we were already two bottles of beer deep. <laughs> <laughs> Professionals. Uh, Lou McCarthy Scarsbrook saying he's got at least two games left totally dismissed Warrington says Kev who's a Warrington fan if that doesn't fire us up there's no hope 
Kevin's no hope without that. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is a, this is a club. Break it to him gently. No, no, I mean, Kev's been on my side as well with relegation, but this is a club who've moaned about a player being banned for something other players have been banned for. Hey, but don't worry, so. they've got a new coach, it's fine. Yeah, Sam in Sam, he's coming. And uh, Martin Gleeson. Martin Gleeson, and everyone else. And we're signing, oh, wait for the signing half of the Warrington squad, it seems, next year, so that's good, isn't it? And the championship. And getting rid of one ex Warrington player. Yeah. Well. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> Doncaster. Why was he not in the uh, dream oh, team? Doncaster, you were there. You were at the, uh, the Tour of South Whatever it's called these days, the Eco something Eco arena. Power. Warrior. Yeah. Eco. <laughs> Eco Power Stadium. The big One of the tensest games I've been at for a while. You could tell what was at stake. And uh, clearly, Doncaster, having lost the previous two grand finals, albeit away from home. Um, the, the, there was just huge relief when the final whistle went. They defended magnificently, but the great thing again, two and a half thousand people for, for you know in the League One game. And I know that if you're going to get a crowd for a grand final, aren't you? But um, great atmosphere, really pleased for Carl Hall. Oh, um, I think he's such a nice bloke. That doesn't mean anything, but I just think as a, as far as rugby league blokes go, what a nice guy. Oh. Trust me, the problem with rugby league is too many gits get celebrated. That's the yeah. problem for me. <laughs> they managed the, ori- the original flying pig who had his nickname stolen. They managed to get twenty minutes out of Albert Vetto, which is amazing this season. Um, Fanua and Faraimo were obviously there for their experience, and that paid. But it, it was it was really tense, but just amazingly pleased for them. And they get promoted from a league which has lost the team. So, w- what, what's happened? What's, what's going to happen to League One? And the championship. What, what, what's going to happen? Because London scholars have gone now. Uh, they've got. They've, they've gone because they've uh, scored less points than Wakefield. No, they, they still. No, they did score less points than Wakefield in the end. So uh, that, that's them out of the division. Um, other than them, it's been a competitive-ish league this season. League one. You, you can't say Midlands and Cornwall were making up the numbers. But what happens to a an eighteen division which was cut down from ten at the start of this year? Logic would well. say that the championship will be increased and possibly split into two conferences, and there won't be League One, which will undermine the excitement of promotion. But I don't know how they're going to do it. Otherwise, it'll be a nineteen competition, won't it? Yeah, was yeah. it nine? Yeah, so it'll be an odd number. Which you can't run, and <coughs> doesn't help, does it? There isn't anybody that is clamouring to be in there. I don't. Think. Only, they only play eighteen games, as it is, mm, which um, everybody is saying is so, too few. Yeah, so there has to be some reorganisation. Do what you, that is, I don't know. I don't people say have a stick some of the Super League reserve teams in a League One competition. I think we've done that before. Don't we? Long time I, I don't think, think that's a bad idea. idea. But what do you do with promotion and relegation? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like well, they win, they don't go up. It's like don't have that next no, it's of course. Year, yeah. so, It'd be like in Spain where Barca B can't get promoted from. But you can imagine, couldn't you, if in that division one of the fixtures was Honslet against a Leeds team. Yeah. With Bevan French and Kid, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine, right? As a young kid in reserve, just rocking up and Bevan French is there, you're like, great. Because yeah. reserves isn't working in its current form, no. as we saw with Lee pulling out halfway through the season. So, but what but ha- that was League One, and yeah. it was a great finale. And full credit well to North done. Wales Crusaders, who came from absolutely nowhere and couldn't have defended much, much better against Doncaster, but just didn't have quite the spark in attack. The championship, the best league in rugby league. Been amazing <laughs> from since Friday. And, and if we go up next year, then it's rubbish again. Um, Feathers and Rovers 
lifted the league leader shield after beating Widnes at home. Toulouse, Bradford, Sheffield, London, York make up the other playoff spots. York getting through after their uh, win on uh, Sunday. They, they played Sunday, didn't they, against Barrow? Mm-hmm. Did they? I assume. Because the games were all staggered, which was lovely, wasn't it? Whitehaven managed to stay up despite not playing on Sunday. Uh, well done to them. Uh, but London beating Keithley means Keithley are in League One next year along with uh, Newcastle, who were already down. Whitehaven staying up by, to quote your man off the cricket, the barest of margins. Well, not quite the barest because it was three points rather than one. But um, it's a phenomenal win for Swinton. Mm. Unexpected. The thing about the Keithley story, which is just bizarre, is at half time they were winning 10 0. Oh, and, really? they've, and they've gone down virtually because of the tries they conceded in the second half so it's only about six points that separates them and relegation well three points yeah they needed uh, one yeah. try basically one, that, that so one, it's one, one try, try at cost, the end cost them has cost, ha, I mean again talking of the finest of margins getting relegated because of one try in the second it must be heartbreaking yeah. I think what I found difficult on social media last night was the comments what Keithley mm. basically Floyd. people yeah glad that a certain club have gone down I, I, mean, I don't, matter, don't think it matters it's because of their work owners James I mean, go back and tell them that being woke has seen them being relegated that's yeah. what the internet has told them I don't know what the comments <laughs> would have been like for any other club they'd probably be the same but um, I don't know mm. I just think they gave themselves a stick to be beaten with probably. by some of the things that they said when they were nowhere near that position of potential relegation by deciding to change the coach for whatever reason whether it's personalities you know it hasn't turned out well for them they've 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 looked to have been two very poor decisions on the surface it obviously goes a little bit deeper than that but I cannot imagine what it must have felt like at half time you're 10-0 up you're looking at the other scores you're going we're going to be safe we're all yeah, right. I mean, and then you go oh what the hell are Swinton doing and oh my goodness we've just conceded another try we're going to go down but actually they were facing at London weren't they their old coach yeah that they got rid of mm. mid-season um, so it has come back and bitten them on the proverbial yeah. bottom but what what a division uh, I, I was lucky enough to be at Sheffield last night again another fantastic game settled with the last kick of the game great little facility that Sheffield have got there with some fantastic plans to uh, expand on it uh, I don't know if you've been to, have you been to the OLP yet no it's current guys I've no. been oh, uh, small was, is the word um, it was full though last night it was a great well, atmosphere that, yeah that's what I mean it's small <laughs> yeah I, but they are going to develop I mean, yeah, well, I, what, what does that what points do they get for that in the you know the IMG ratings it, it, look it's a modern facility but it's toilets are good it's not, it's not a super league facility if they have ambition and I'm not mm. suggesting they do necessarily have ambition to go up but there needs to be some investment I think the, the plans that they've got uh, develop the other side yeah. so mm. it is going to be uh, um a bespoke facility but but again from where they were to, to having that I, mm. I, I was pleasantly surprised and that was before meeting Mark Addy yeah. it's not as bad as the Sheffield Steelers though who have been kicked out of their arena later in the season for take that I mean, how many AMG points did you get knocked off for take that kicking I think you get them I think you get more points put on yeah but take that not even five of them anymore it's like the rubbish ones <laughs> name them <laughs> the rubbish ones being Gary Barlow yeah yeah. I, mean, I know he wrote all the songs though. Yeah. But, you know, he's, he's you know oh we don't talk about Paul. Name them. What? Robbie Williams, he's good. Yeah, you got two. Yeah. Well do you want me to name all of Take That? There's only five of them. Jason Orange, Mark Owen, and he's 
great solo career and the other one Howard Donald well done, I was a teenager in the 90s <laughs> I was laughing I think somebody's were... bought their tickets for Sheffield Steelers <laughs> never forget it's a great track don't, don't get oh, me it's wrong not. No, it's like no it's not yeah but it's it's not even like, a normal it's not even a proper take that song so yeah, but it's case all, closed it's moving like, on anyway yeah. <laughs> how did we get into that uh, Sheffield's Eagles oh right and their BG yeah, so they've now Richard got London at home yes and Brantford versus York which the, is the game York on TV Bradford York I think yeah two interesting games I, don't mm. know, I, I, I was trying to wrap my brain um, whether London beat Sheffield this year at Sheffield I can't remember um, but but it'd be a different London team because now oh, you've yeah. got Dean Farrow and Corey Norman they look yeah. like they could do something Dennis is on the Broncos were awful in the first half but came out in the second and Keithley had no answer there you go but what a fantastic division mm. best league in the world well I won't go that far but <laughs> not yet without a TV deal or anything for uh, well, it's technically camp, but thoroughly enjoyable. Bradford finished boy. third, which is their is it their highest since uh, highest finish ever because they only well, existed yeah. in twenty nineteen or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So do they pose a threat? Do, do we reckon? But interestingly, this they got rid of their coach mid season as well. Mm. But look mm. at the, the the effect that that had. They've had a good run so recently, though, haven't they? But I think they've recruited really well. Looking yeah. at some of the players that weren't there at the start yeah. of the season that were yeah. were making a real difference yesterday. I suppose if you Keithley, they lost they lost Luke Gale, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, albeit, I don't know what happened with their uh, captain who left the club um, that helped them get promoted the year before. Jack Hanson. Jack no Jack Miller is it? Jack Miller. Jack Miller, yeah. Team yeah. not go as well. So it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they did lose some players as opposed to necessarily bringing players in. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing all the pressures on Fev now because they finished twelve points clear. Not all the pressure because they're the best team in the division, but, but they're going to have a game at home against whoever they play. Um, will fancy their chances. You know, if it was Sheffield, they they. They wouldn't be fearsome of going to Featherstone. They won some big games against Featherstone. I think that, it's difficult for any of teams going to Toulouse to try and get a result. Well, that well, looks really. like it could be Toulouse Bradford, which would be, again, a massive game. All of rugby league focus is going to be in France. <coughs> it's exciting. It's, it's going to be a great end to the season. It's great because obviously yeah. I've got no dog in the fight anymore. Um, in any competition, Phil's so excited because he's got like the. You're secretly Joanna's women's fan. Well, yeah, yeah but uh, keep that quiet. <laughs> I can't say that. Can't. Don't out him. Just I mean, I'm going to follow in Super League now next year because I ain't got a team now. So they've gone. You don't have a team on this one. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? But <laughs> London beat Sheffield 26 18. Thanks, Dennis. There you go. At the Olympic Legacy Park. And what a great legacy that was of the Olympics to knock down the stadium to build a little one. Well, the, there is an arena at the side of it, which they play basketball, and I think they are going to be playing some wheelchair rugby league in there, and that's quite an impressive facility. That's where the English Institute yeah. yeah, is yeah. just round the corner, so yeah. it's, it's not like bad. Sheffield and all that. It's going to be all right. So I've got to, I've got to go to um, the Edge on Saturday. Saturday, mm. yeah. But Rob Hawkins is our friend as well, so I'm neutral in that one. So. I can enjoy. I can just sit back and enjoy, enjoy rugby league, which, which, of course, as we know, he's dying because everyone keeps telling me he's rubbish these days. It's all soft. Go tell the wheelchair players, man. Bashing. I think I'd rather be rugby league than rugby union in Australia at the moment. I would love to be an agent in the NRL because all my players are going to be getting big deals because Eddie Jones is going to want to buy them, <laughs> whether they're good or not. He's not. He's going to Japan anyway, so don't bother. <laughs> it's hilarious, isn't it? It's hilarious. 
up the wires, but they didn't do it. Well, they didn't do it. But you, well, you'll be happy with that. I'm happy with that. I'm delighted to see Brisbane back in the grand final. That is going to be one hell of a game as well. If you're not doing anything, was it half past nine Sunday morning? They've got to go 5.55. Tina Turner first, then... 5.55 for the women's grand final before. Mm. What's Georgia Roach take on Georgina Hale? Watch Georgia Roach. Happy breakfast. One. Watch the Tina Turner tribute. Brisbane <laughs> against Penrith. What more could you want? Mm. Who's going to do our grand final entertainment? No, yeah. Take that. Yeah. <laughs> the other take. We just got Lisa to come back. Should we get her on? Wow, that is a blast. Half of Eternal. Who did the World Cup final? It was Kevin Tindrill. Oh, you said uh, Heather Small. Heather Small. That's the scariest thing I ever did. I went to the bathroom halfway through and all I heard was this. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? And it was her, that was how she warmed up. I was like, what is going on? But You must have had the celebrity bathroom. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Did you mention the Academy? Final. No, we no, haven't. No, I mean that's that's a great that's a great. Oh one, yeah. One extra substitution is an error. Four uh, extra is how, how do you something twice? else? Is well, that, I, as far as I understand, there was no re- reserve referee appointed, so it would be down to the club the to self believe. Yeah. But is it my yeah. understanding that in a regular game, it's the clubs that they're supposed to? Yeah, because there regulate is themselves. In a, there's there's insufficient officials you, to, to appoint a reserve official yeah. on all on, a, on all games, so therefore it's up to the clubs to self police now. One would imagine you don't just rock up at a, a semi-final and make that mistake. I would imagine that mistake's happened before now. Mm. And you do wonder whether, why is it not being raised? And is that, that because other clubs have done it? And did, Warrington, <laughs> did Warrington not notice that they'd made 12 changes on that day? Or but did then, Warrington only complain when <laughs> yeah. they lost the game and then thought, here's an... I don't know. Well, I mean, but that's, if, you've, but, if you've not had a reserve, surely but you've I presume been Warrington the system. didn't break the rules, otherwise why would they then go and play into the final? Remember when... Um, Wakefield played Castle within the Challenge Cup in which year did you win it? 2018? 19. 2019. 2019. That was a real <laughs> arrogant thing, sorry. <laughs> no, it's funny because it calls back to something else, which was off air. Uh, uh, 2019, when I turned up at the final late. Wakefield played Bolton. Castleford in the semi final, lost 100 0, but Castleford played an ineligible player, which wasn't potted until about two or three days later. Oh yes, but Wakefield thought we can't. <laughs> we can't really, you know. Much like ah, oh, this weekend in one of the semi-finals, there was a quite obvious bite from one player to another. They did it automatically, apologised. Then we said, "Should we show it?" And I said, "No, nothing's been spotted." If the and player, if the players complained, yeah. because, because I'm assuming that. It's not on the MRP because it's not. No, on no, but, but I'm saying I'm assuming if we had a show on it and it being picked up, then it would have been an issue. Yeah, it would. But it was like a bite, then a realization, then a sorry, 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 and then I said, please don't show it. They have the influence of a broadcast. Say what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Sometimes we, who uh, it was, it wouldn't have changed the outcome of that game no. anyway. So Dave says nothing's changed at all. It's been eight interchanges for the past three or four years. Yeah, how do uh, you get to twelve? Unless it's a wheelchair game. I presume they must have realised it wasn't a wheelchair. But I don't know how. <laughs> so just pitched up. <laughs> I don't know how they don't. Warrington, the opposition, don't realise during the game that hadn't. Hang on, suddenly you've made. I mean, maybe they, they obviously focus on what they're doing. Mm. They didn't realise it. it was only afterwards that they realised, but. I can't imagine it's a one-off. 
Uh, and the and the RFL's press release was scant in detail to say the least, <laughs> which you then wonder what's gone on behind the scenes yeah. throughout the season. Yeah. But congratulations to St Helens on winning the game. Yeah. Well done to Warrington for making a game of it, because was it fairly close in the end of Orion? 22-6. But it, I think it was for most of the, yeah, couple of late tries. I'm, I'm mixing the score up with somewhere else. So. But, you yeah, know, well done for them taking it on at short notice. It's going to be an all in the bike. Ibiza or wherever the youth, where did the youth go, Danica, <laughs> you're, you're young? Am I? <laughs> you're the youngest on the programme. I don't feel it. Um, I don't know where they go. Abitha, yeah, we'll just go with that. It sounds great. Oh, it's a mad Monday, isn't it? For is that still a thing? Yeah, I don't oh, think yeah. it's on a Monday anymore, though, is it? No. Was it not? I don't know. I mean, there's. I'm I mean, sure Wakefield's may have been as well in bloody July or something. I think <laughs> Wakefield's was the week before, and half your team didn't turn up on Friday. <laughs> no thanks. Don't fancy playing today. I mean, there was a player who did that a few years ago at Wayfield who didn't want to play. But that's one of those, it's, it's amazing the, the amount of things that you know, but you can't say them because you you know they're oh, true. So do you know what it's going to do? It's going to say I can I know things no, that I can't say no, on a podcast that no, people are going to go. No, because, no, because the problem is that you know things that you can't say because you can't corroborate the fact that they're true, even though that you know they're true because the people you've told them who've told you you trust. That's probably the most annoying thing you can say. I know, I know. But but the good news for the audience is it's a player you wouldn't care about anyway because they're a crap. But there you go. So and I can say that as then. a non-player. You might as well say who then. Well, no, I can't. What's the problem? Is it because it can so, well, Okay, change the subject it's then. Well, I think, is, is that it? Are we done? Yeah. I think we're done. We need to eat caramel wafers. I've got oh, a favour yeah. to ask you. And uh, So so when uh, when are you going to be on service MasterChef with your fish tacos? I don't know when somebody wants to get me on it. I don't want to go MasterChef because I think you got my agent. Yeah. No. Yeah, can someone if so you're at Saints on Saturday. Saturday? If someone can get a sign on Telly saying, no, 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 no. I've just said I don't want to go on MasterChef. I didn't know the same fish taco. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't you want to go on MasterChef for everybody on that team with a fish taco. Yeah. No, because it needs to be fresh. I don't want to go on MasterChef because I think I'm a good chef and it only bruise my ego going somewhere to prove that I'm not one in my little I love prep, prep, prep like the longer it takes me to prep a meal the happier I am so I wouldn't I don't like I don't want to be rushed either Warrington are still in training because they're off to Australia in two weeks good luck in Australia Dave oh. yeah Warrington Academy yes they are going on a tour so there you go um, so yeah that's it um, James thanks for coming uh, made a guest appearance <laughs> although I won't be here for the next couple of weeks so oh, yes. with oh, are you going back next week <laughs> <laughs> or have you got some like um, restaurant or something I don't even know what I'm doing after this weekend right now I've got this week to get through so are you back for the grand final uh, no well, I'm back for the grand final yeah I'm so. going away to South Africa this week oh, uh, nice. on our belated honeymoon safari nice. so yeah looking forward to that but Asha will be back for so the grand final. To preview in the grand final. Oh no, I won't preview the grand final. We'll be back on that Monday. You'll be back. I'm back for the actual grand final. Right. So you'll be able to come on and talk to us about Talk to us about what Don't bother trying to get press seats for the grand final because the old Trafford press box is crap. You're just so negative. But it is. You there's need no a room. hug. No, there's no <laughs> from room. Somebody. There's no room there. I know I'm. It's fine for me. I don't, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll buy him some new dummies and some new toys by next week, don't worry. <sighs> food's, food's good at Old Trafford. I mean, can't price. wait for the lasagna again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that bombshell. Uh, apologies to everyone who I've not been able to tell you the secret things in rugby league, but they're all rubbish anyway. But uh, we'll be back next week with who knows who uh, behind this desk. And, you know, see you next week.
depressed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. In these podcasts, you know, it's terrible, isn't it? Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.